The reason today's podcast is so special is because today is my 25th wedding anniversary with Jeff Carlson, who you will love if you know him, and if you don't, you would love him if you knew him. He's the best guy in the world, and he deserves some kind of special prize for being married to me for 25 years. I chose to host today's session with Maureen Kelly, who is one of the faculty members for my upcoming Mastermind Retreat Weekend in November. And the service that she brings to us is called MADRE. It stands for Money, Assets, and Durable Relationships. MADREandFamily.com is the website, and you can find that in the podcast introduction. Maureen has a passion to help women to be free from um, financial mindsets that bind us from from really living the, the maximum potential that we can live. She does provide financial consulting for a a full-time business and that coaching is something she does out of her passion to provide financial well-being for women. So I hope you'll enjoy grabbing a glass of wine and a girlfriend and listening to this podcast. I hope it really transforms somebody's life. Maureen Kelly, boy, you've been all over the world this summer, and I finally get you still for five twenty minutes. <laughs> um, you know, this is the first time I've had you on my podcast, and um, this is going to go on Facebook Live as well um, to just let people get a, a little glimpse of your beautiful face in alignment with your story, which is which is also beautiful. When we met at an extraordinary women event, which is not really surprising because you're pretty extraordinary. And we, we knew in a moment that we were meant to work together. Our desire to see women live in freedom and um, in the fullness of what they're created to, to be is just um, palpable. So um, Give my uh, podcast listeners just a little bit of a background on Maureen Kelly, your, your, your world, your life, and what inspired you to create Madre. Uh, well, good morning, Donna. Thank you so much. Um, so in, in response to your first comment, yeah, I've been all over this summer because my eldest son was just married last month in in Italy on the Isle of Capri. So I have Can I been- just say, I hope one of my daughters gets married in Italy. I am- <laughs> I will help you plan it. Um, abundantly blessed for sure. So nice. it's, been, it's been a wonderful summer. Um, wow, where would you like me to start? You want me to just tell you a little bit about my background? Yeah, just give us the the quick four one one on your background and the quick four one one on your family, mm-hmm. and then what inspired you to create Madre? Yeah, well, maybe starting with Madre, which is the name of my practice. Uh, Madre means mother is such a part of my identity. It's who I am. I have three uh, adult children um, and grandchildren, which is just amazing. Um, But for me, it's also an acronym in my business, which is money, assets, and durable relationships. So 30 plus years ago, I entered the world of financial services 
I was a baby broker at uh, starting at Merrill Lynch and Smith Barney. And back in, in those years too, women were absolutely a minority in financial services. Yeah. Uh, in very early time, I realized that um, as a woman in the business, so many women need help with managing their money. And so from the beginning, I focused on women in transition, women who had been through divorce or death of a spouse, helping them with the money issues. So fast forward, um, you know, again, I've been in the business for, for, for many years. Uh, I ended up moving to Colorado thanks to a position in private banking with Wells Fargo. So I've been here in Colorado now for 14 years. I am a New Englander. I left the bank about three years ago and formed Madre. And it was because through those many years of helping people with the technical side of money management, I realized years ago that it's so much about the emotional side. Right. And no surprise to anyone, money is still really difficult to talk about. And regardless of whether you have a lot of money or you have no money, it raises many issues in our lives. And back to uh, our family of origin, back to how we grew up around money and what were those money messages. So uh, also through a lot of study and graduate programs, uh, I went to Kansas State University in their graduate program in financial therapy, which surprises people. It's a brand new emerging field where universities like K-State, which I have so much respect for, are doing empirical research behind money and relationships and how we respond and how it impacts our lives. Um, so there's a lot of academic work behind it now. Uh, so in addition to that, I became a certified family coach and have just really studied this field, which again, people will hear the word financial therapy and often they laugh, like could we have any more therapy in our culture? But truly, Donna, uh, it's great cocktail party. You know, what do you do? Well, I'm in financial therapy. <laughs> Everyone has a story. I love it. For many people, there's shame and guilt around money issues in our lives. So um, I just absolutely love what I'm doing. I do manage wealth in, in a family office, but in, I see clients uh, through Madre on a regular basis, and it is fulfilling for me and having the ability to understand what's on their balance sheet, although it's not even about the numbers often, but it's about what's going on internally with our relationship with money. So, so yeah. I love that you mentioned internally, and um, I love that you've provided a platform to talk about it at cocktail parties, on podcasts, <laughs> wherever. I, I'm going to cite a Brene Brown line, um, but any, anything that you speak out loud, when you speak your story out loud, it loses its power over us. Mm -hmm. And if there's shame in, a, in our lives around money, then speaking it out loud makes it lose its power over us. And so my husband and I both agreed that we would tell the story about our financial unraveling so that other people maybe wouldn't have to, because you, you just... You just have to, um, to, to speak the truth for people to say, yeah, okay, then I'm not weird. I'm, I'm normal if normal exists. And what's important is the inside out uh, part of it. If we hold all that shame in our bodies, it can create disease. Is that a part of your inside out message? Yeah, absolutely. It's about well-being. And whether we like it or not, money is such a, a tremendous part of our lives. Right. Um, 
So yeah, there's, there's a huge internal component about this. And again, a relationship with money itself. How do, how do, we, how do we process that? And how do we feel about it? And, and that's really my goal with Madre is helping people establish healthy behaviors, a healthy relationship. Maybe it's in, you know, in a marriage, in a partnership, in a family. It, it impacts us in so many ways and so many different relationships in our lives. And that's why I wanted you to be on my podcast on my actual 25th wedding anniversary. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. I think it's a huge accomplishment these days. And I just have been already communicating and will say again, um, I don't want to present any kind of uh, myth that it's been delightful all 25 years. There are struggles in building a marriage, but those sacrifices are part of the process that make us whole. And even the money struggles could have divided us. And I know that money struggles have divided other people. A lot of people can't survive a bankruptcy and keep their marriage intact. And that's why I want you part of my retreat team and in partnership with me in life, <laughs> because honestly, if, if women could get over the shame about money, we would have new tools for relationships that we don't even imagine. Mm-hmm. And I just, just this morning, I was journaling this. I wake up with feelings of shame. And um, my husband says, well, what a sad way to live. He, he is so much freer and easier than I am. I wake up feeling this sense of dread over money I spent yesterday or a meal I bought and didn't finish. And there's a sense of stewardship. And I went, this morning was the first time I realized that those thoughts about money were a part of me when I was little. My dad would give me a popsicle and if I didn't finish it, I would get punished and therefore I became really guilty about making sure that I eat everything in front of me, which led to eating issues. (laughs) So what do you, I mean, how is it possible that those seeds of money shame can get planted so early and take so long for us to, to rectify? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, because when we're growing up, our parents are the ones, whether it's intentional or not, teaching us about money. Right. And, so, and often remember, they weren't taught. I mean, this is one of the biggest problems in our country is around financial literacy. Yeah. So there is shame with it. And those money messages, we call them money scripts. They start in childhood and they are with us throughout our lives. Right. But to your point, Donna, we can change them. They don't have to be a part of us. Um, there's something called a financial flashpoint that may be a flashpoint in, in ways in our lives and other things. But as it applies to money, it could be a traumatic event uh-huh. that stays with people throughout their lives. Um, I want to comment too on, on something you brought up in terms of couples. I do work with a lot of couples. Um, very often people don't know how to communicate about money. And I will say this, that money issues uh, are from a research perspective, a very high indicator of whether or not a marriage will survive. Mm -hmm. If people have deep conflict over money issues and they don't know how to solve it, and bottom line, they don't know how to communicate about it. They don't know how to talk about it. Um, It is an indicator and it's one of the leading causes of divorce. So I, I so encourage people to, and that's the foundation of my practice. How do we talk about it? 
there's shame, it's taboo. How do people get comfortable having dialogue about money um, with, and removing that shame? So it's, it can be very complex for people. Absolutely. And that's why it's, it's a beautiful thing that you have um, structured this, this coaching engagement around that. I, I can't believe that that program in the university exists. I think it's mm-hmm. so amazing for us to realize that all of these things, the word therapy, it's just, it's just, it's just a word that talks about how we work through things that we don't understand. And I love that you're equipping people with that. Tell us what um, your typical um, counseling kind of process looks like. Is it a program or do you kind of customize it with each client? Yeah, it's absolutely uh, unique to the individuals. And I see individuals and couples or families, a lot of family dynamics, family-owned businesses, issues that come up around money. So there is no unique uh, or or there is no cookie cutter to this. Uh, Everybody's challenges are unique to them. I do take more of a coaching approach than a therapy approach. My goal is to meet someone right where they are and whatever it is they're struggling with. And whether we meet four or five times, and then often what I find is people will check in with me, um, you know, maybe a month down the road. So I tend to structure it more that way as opposed to this is an ongoing, you know, weekly requirement. Uh, Very often couples may want to meet three or four times and I Mm -hmm. give them tools to uh, have healthcare money conversations. so it, it is, it's, it's unique to everyone, Donna. And, and often, uh, you know, again, with my financial background, we may take out our pencils and look at their balance sheet. Uh, you know, in our culture, often people are not looking where they're spending. Yes. Plus hand in hand, there's, I, I say there's two axes. There's the economic component. How much is coming in? How much is going out? Let's understand your cash flow. But there's the emotional component. Why are you overspending or underspending? What is it in your heart and in your mind? You may have the knowledge, but your behavior is preventing you from moving forward. So we may be looking at numbers. We may be crunching numbers, or we may just be talking about what's that thing standing in your way of changing a behavior that you may be really struggling with. So no two two people are exactly alike. (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. And, you know, even if you are a person who, is used to operating off of a budget, there's a certain element of needing freedom from being chained to tracking every penny in a line item spreadsheet. Absolutely. Well, first of all, some people don't have the acumen to do that. Some people just hate the idea of finances, personal finances. It makes them cringe. Um, But if you create a budget that's constricting or makes you angry, you're not going to stick with it. Right. Right. So setting realistic goals um, is often so important as opposed to um, setting a budget and then setting yourself up for failure. Right, right. I love that. Um, it's important to, to make it match somebody's um, just natural style. It's got like learning behavior in school. Like some kids don't thrive in the classroom because the classroom just wasn't built for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so give us a quick idea of... Um, what you're um, going to be doing at my retreat. You're available for one-on-one consultations. These are probably 45 minutes. So what can somebody um, expect to get from a 45-minute conversation with you? 
Well, I hope that first of all, they understand that it's a safe place. Yeah. And privacy is of utmost to me for any therapist, for any financial advisor. And remember this field is bringing those two disciplines together. So privacy, um, I come from a place of no judgment. I've had my own issues throughout my life. And so there's that level of empathy and compassion, but the ability to have candid, transparent conversation and maybe just start the dialogue. Yeah. That's, that's really my goal is for people to say, let me take a look at this. Um, for some people, again, there's denial, there's avoidance. Money is just so hard. So to, to be able to start the conversation and maybe understand where it is you're coming from, um, you know, in 45 minutes, you, you, you know, change takes a lot of time. But my sure. goal is to help people, um, you know, face whatever it is they may be struggling with. It's a launch point. And if yeah. they can't wait until November, how can they get a hold of you now? Well, they could certainly, uh, my website, which is on your website, is um, madreandfamily.com. Uh, and you can email me directly through the website. And I try to be very responsive with people. Good, good. I'll make sure and put all that in the podcast show notes too. And um, the most important question we ask on Women Work and Wine Wednesday is what wine do you drink on a Friday afternoon when you're relaxing? Uh, well, I prefer whites and I would say I'm probably a Chardonnay girl, but, uh, rosé in the summer is also lovely. So nice. Okay. <laughs> I'll make sure that we have at least one or two good whites at our <laughs> wine tasting. I'm such a red girl. Thank you so much, Maureen, for giving up 20 minutes today to be on this show. And I'm so excited to spend a whole weekend with you in November. I can't wait, Donna. It's a privilege and an honor. So thank you. Thank you for sharing my story. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. I had a chance to speak at One Million Cups recently to tell a little bit of my story, why I started 360 Life Strategies. And if you're curious about that story that starts out with how I sold rocks door to door <laughs> and wore a lizard pin to my shirt, uh, so it could run around my neck. If you want to hear that story and laugh a bit, go to 360lifestrategies.com and scroll down to the picture of One Million Cups and it'll take you to that YouTube uh, segment and you can laugh a little bit. You can also find the full transcript on my blog at 360lifestrategies.com. So just go to that blog post if you want to read the full transcript because I was too nervous to actually give the full six minute talk and I missed some details. <laughs> But I say this just to say that the reason why I started 360 Life Strategies is to provide a place where women can connect and catalyze something greater together than we can do alone. And that's why this retreat that I have been working and working and working on for November at the Garden of the Gods Resort is a summit of amazing women of influence women who are the leaders in their sphere and who want to connect with other women who can help raise up greater influence in their life. And it all starts with understanding, using our, our lovely wine metaphor, understanding that the soil that we need to dig through and surrender in order to figure out how we can grow the fruit of great leadership. and to understand how a winemaker 
pulls the grapes that are the best of the crop and takes those grapes and crushes them. And when we feel like our life is just being crushed and pressed, isn't it amazing to realize, wait a minute, I'm being crushed because I'm being prepared. I have to go through the crushing and the pressing before my life is ready for everyone to consume. And that consumption is where you get to share your gifts, your leadership with the world. And don't for a minute tell me you're not a leader because every one of us leads in our own sphere, some quietly and some on podiums. But I'm telling you that you are a leader. And if you want to catalyze greater results in your life and understand how your purpose matters, then you need to come. I'm so glad you took the time to have a glass of wine with the girls today. I hope you found something that you can take back into your life that moves you from surviving to thriving in your workday and every day. If you love the conversation here, you might like to get on my mail list. Just go to 360lifestrategies.com and sign up. Heck, check out the blog or the retreats page if the subject caught your attention. There are other places where we can hang out. You need strategies for your everyday life? Look up 360 Life Strategies on Facebook or Pinterest where you can find my wine palace. Or suit your soul with everyday inspiration on Instagram at Donna Carlson 360. I hope you'll come again, bring a friend, and let us know what you think of this podcast. Heck, if you'll take 30 seconds and rate us now, we can keep bringing you strategies that make work and life work for you. Until next time. Thank you.